it's morning. And that means it's time for Rotten Mornings. The best way to start your morning off rotten. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Rotten Mornings. Uh, uh, Is that your dog? Oh, my. You can hear that? That thing is inside the house, and I'm in the yard. Uh, We've got a a dog. Oh, my. Lord in heaven, I'll go further down the road. Go, go, go. I'm fine. Go, go, go. We've got uh, Scott here, uh, Matt, and uh, Scarlet Storm. Hello. So, uh, hello. <laughs> so this should be a very interesting episode. Man, you don't know how truthful those fucking words are. Yeah. It's gonna be something. <laughs> that is the hope. <clears throat> uh, and luckily, uh, we're super prepared. Always. Yeah. So, uh, how are you guys? Well, doing I've got the inflatables morning? off, so you can't hear the inflatables. So, yeah, you've got your inflatables turned off. Yes. Okay, Scarlett, do you have your inflatables turned off? I have a squeaker that is always on, and it stays on. Oh, oh the squeaker stays on. It does. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt, you doing pretty good this morning? Yes, great. Yeah, you sound. You sound. Uh, Awake and ready for the day. Always. Feels like it's morning time already. Uh, Scarlett, you're still awake, huh? Yeah, I haven't gone to sleep yet. I, I can't wake up that early unless I'm still awake. I, I heard that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, see, seeing the sunrise is the indicator like, hey, guys. Get up and do a podcast. That's pretty much all I get out of it. Oh. That's fair. Well, uh, <laughs> we we had some uh, some pretty wild uh, weekend. Uh, let's go into a little about uh, before we get into the, what we we saw this weekend. Uh, Scarlett, do you want to talk a little bit about what you did this weekend? Oh boy! Okay, wow. Let's. Um, well, this weekend. Uh, I had um, some clowns with me and we did our first stage shows in like seven months or however long since all the quarantine shutdowns. So we took a little trip down to Birmingham and did a few shows and it was pretty amazing to be back on the stage and in front of people and everything. And of course, there was a whole whirlwind of disasters and mishaps and all that that come with doing shows normally even, but then like trying to do them in a weird sort of like pandemic safety setting was also an added layer of things to deal with. But, oh my God, just, just getting to do shows again was amazing. And that's, that's the best part of the whole thing. Now, now we both know that you love the chaos and destruction that comes with having to do those shows. You wouldn't give that shit away for the world. Nope, not at all. I thrive on that. Even if I'm like complaining in the moment, I, it, it wouldn't be the same if it totally went smoothly all the time. Oh, of course, because complaining is a part of the whole that is that problem. That's also a part of what you love. 
right? It can't ever be too boring. There has to be just enough chaos to keep it interesting. Wow. I, uh, I'm glad to see that you have returned to the stage and I'm sure I'm, I am not the only one. I'm sure people have been clamoring to see you again. So I'm glad that you got to do some shows and, and it is kind of weird, like doing shows this season and, and having, uh, dealing with, with COVID, um, the same thing is true in the haunt world. Oh yeah. Kind of things. Matt. Yeah. How did, how did your haunt haunts go this weekend? You guys checked out some, some several haunts or a few at least. Well, and and I'll just, I'll speak across the board when it comes to just haunts in general and just the like general notion of what everybody is doing that dude, we still don't even know what the fuck we're doing. Like nobody still knows what the fuck they're doing. Nobody's really, it's so fucking weird. The whole thing is just insane. The minute you think you have a hold of it is the same minute that something changes. And it's such like the, it's so crazy, but it's also such beautiful chaos. Like I, I just like the, the pseudo burn of all of it is so much fun. Yeah. I think um, it, it's interesting to see like, several businesses saying hey this is what we have for our guests who who are concerned about it uh and we recommend you do these things and then when people show up and don't do that they're like okay well you're you're the people who aren't concerned with it right and and uh the money's still the same money so yeah is it that's that's the chaos that's so weird like you can't cater to one group of people if you're going to be a business you know you shut all this stuff down but with the haunts being independent only being open one month there's this very fine line between being super duper safe and still being inviting to the people who are not super super safe it's so weird yeah it's a it's a it's a fine line yeah we we did uh uh oh we checked out different haunts and then uh uh we got to see a couple haunts. So yeah, we had a, a pretty good haunt weekend. Yeah. Yeah. We had a hoot of a weekend. We had a hoot. A uh, hoot. A hoot. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about what we saw yesterday in the rotten broadcast realm. Uh, oh, <laughs> you want to start with the, uh, the same oh, old. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, Oh, please. Let's. Uh, let's. <laughs> so if you are listening to this and you were wasting your time yesterday, you heard this. Well, no. If if you were listening yesterday, you heard this yesterday edition. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and actually, I'm going to go ahead and say that as six minutes in, this is going to be a much better episode than all of them. That's fair. Uh, and uh, me and that's, Matt. That's are gonna, a lot. And uh, no, no. I, trust me. Trust me. Even with just a couple of words, you're saving the whole fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Scarlett, you'll you'll notice that when me and Matt do episodes, uh, we cringe, and then uh, we'll bring in Brandy, who saves the podcast for us, and so now uh, you'll 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 save this uh, episode for us. So we appreciate that. Yes, we appreciate it. It means a lot to us. Uh, okay. So what else did we see yesterday? Um, after that, we had part two of the. uh, Rotten House spider webs, uh, a lot less kung fu in that episode. It was, and 
you know, there's such subtle jokes that we make to each other in our stuff, <laughs> like little wink stuff, right? Yeah. You already know what I'm going to say. No. <laughs> uh, did you think that no one, not one person, not even one single soul would notice that you hung all of your spider webs upside down? I hate you so badly. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I hate you. No, that just adds to the spooky effect. <laughs> They're don't... wrong. Make them wrong. It's creepier that way. Scarlet, don't play. Don't play into him. He is a son of a bitch. I don't oh, know what I you know. mean. I'm, I'm aware. You're an asshole, Scott. You are a complete and total asshole. Not only are you an asshole for that, you're an asshole for fucking Scarlet backing you up. <laughs> Well, I'm. Uh, I gave her six dollars. <laughs> I will give you twenty dollars. <sighs> Wait, for now we collect. I'll collect all the money after the show. Should I just drop my PayPal? Yes, one hundred percent. The the, host, the guest on this show. <laughs> the uh, the wow. episode. The episode was really good, and and I, I liked the format of that one. Uh, it's been one of my favorite formats. Yeah, I agree because I finally figured out how to do it. By the time I got to that one, luckily, last two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we're done. Figured it out right there at the end. Who are? <laughs> Hey, in a similar note, uh, my new podcast microphone is coming in next Monday. Ooh, yeah. So for all the rotten mornings, oh wait, we'll be done. <laughs> I was gonna say, is this continuing past October now? Because no. it's getting up there. Well, here's the thing about us. Um, you guys and what you do, the amazing stuff that you guys do, and I'm not talking to Scott right now. Yes. <laughs> um the amazing stuff that you guys do is it is is fulfilling and enriching and it 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 gives you that thing uh you know what me and scott do is we just want to suffer (laughs) (laughs) that's what gives you guys that thing is suffering yes Mm. yes sounds about right i can yeah that sounds right (laughs) i hate you (laughs) (laughs) you you are a son of a bitch what is the other thing you are an asshole for getting scarlet on board with you all of these things here i wrote them down you bitch <laughs> so, anyways, after that, we had our episode of Rotten Strips, and I personally need to talk about this episode. Oh, okay, I'm glad. I'm glad you do. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm give you a little synopsis here. I could not think of what to do for my episode. Surprise, surprise. Brandy decides that she had found this story about a gravestone in the middle of highway 11 down the street from here that was haunted she goes to find it she records just her doing that little jingle didn't that just she just cut her camera on did that right came back do you see how often she made fun of both me and you so expertly in that one little clip Uh uh-huh it is amazing to me how she pulled that off (sighs) She, I mean, knows, she knows more about, she's more rotten than we could ever imagine to be. Yeah, that's fair. I will say this, though. Uh, 
and it takes nothing away from Brandy, but making fun of us is not hard. No, it's not. <laughs> it's very easy, actually. You listen to us, and you'll get the best material, too. Oh, that is some low-hanging fruit, my friend. <laughs> Hanging like it's, it's, it's very true. Um, So, randomly, somebody at one of the shows brought up uh, how, like, Scott's fake accent is one of their favorite things to imitate. And this this is just a random person at the show. Like that's how that's how easy you guys are to make fun of. There you go. <laughs> do me, do me. <laughs> it's dude, it is nuts that I have been brought up at multiple shows that I have not even been at. It's like weird that I'm so relevant. No, no, you know, I've got, I've got something like that. I, it's so similar to that. I was, um, I was out at uh, Publix, right? And this guy comes up and punches me directly in the fucking balls. And I'm like, and, and we've got to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate you so bad. So anyways, yeah, that was our programming. <laughs> And we're back. Uh, you were saying something about your balls. Yes, I like. That's it. Was that the Was that the end of that? Yep, I like. I like. <laughs> That's so super. I have no idea what just happened. <laughs> I told you this podcast is derailed already. <laughs> Derailed. That was minute twenty seconds. <laughs> I, I, I fucked that up. That was exactly twenty seconds in. That's what I meant to say. Ha! Ah, that's funnier. Let's let, let's just roll that back. Edit that out. You can edit that out, right? Yeah, I won't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, was that it? Was there anything else that we did? Well, aside of? aside from the fact that we did go live from in sanatorium and from East Boga. Yeah. Um, and it, it was a hoot and I don't really get to, I mean, we'll put the review up. We did a lot of, uh, so you'll kind of get the idea of what was going on there, but to say it, dude, in San, or excuse me, territorium, damn it. I always do that. Take um, a shot. Yeah, take a shot. Uh, territorium was a great entertainment complex. They had food, they had games, they had everything. Uh, and East Boga was at like, significantly uh amazing for a two-year haunt that you know it just doesn't seem like it would be that much they had a lot for as little as it seemed they would man uh just and i was i was telling scarlet about this earlier because uh she has that same love for like boardwalk uh uh nostalgia style haunted houses and dark rides and stuff that we do um but like that's awesome ferris wheel's awesome on the flip side, East of Boca Manor, this is their second year, and they didn't open the manor. They didn't even open the freaking name of the house, and they still did a good job. Yeah. So what's I, the manor with them? <laughs> it's like the manor with them? Good gracious. <laughs> Spooky exterior. But I mean, how do you change your name on year two as Istaboga's Yard of the Manor? <laughs> oh, for heaven's sakes. We've got some stuff coming up today. We do. No way. That was a question. <laughs> it wasn't a statement. 
I see what's happening here. Oh, Jesus, what do we have coming up today? Okay, we have, you know what? I will have the Spook Trail uh, review up uh, after this at 5 o'clock. Okay. And then you will be hopefully uh, successfully uh, finishing an episode of Rotten Strips. Yeah, I'm really excited about today's episode of Rotten Strips. Uh, so, Scarlett, if you could film that for me. It's not going to be a <laughs> Of course, you wait. You wait till I'm not in any makeup, and I'm just sitting around like, hmm. Oh, that's how, we, that's how we. Yeah. Roll. Now, now's the time. Now's the time you want me to film something. Okay. Okay. I'll see what I can do. That's fun. You know, uh, me and Matt, and and we haven't really talked about this in the podcast. We don't really know what we're doing with the podcast, but I, I spent about you say, four you hours. You stop in, the podcast. I would just say across the board. Yep. Uh. But I spent about four hours in makeup before we start broadcasting the podcast. <laughs> makeup taco eating? Yeah. Because you didn't get baby. enough grill today. I'm so sorry. It was you. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I only had 10 tacos today. I'm going to have to make that up tonight. Man. Kind of mad that you said tacos, because guess what I'm thinking right now? Uh, balls. You said it earlier. That's that's fair. <laughs> All right. Um, cool. So we've got those things coming up, guys. Uh, super jazzed about those things. No idea what they will be, but they're going to be good. They are going to be uh there. Okay, we're going to take a, a, a quick little uh, break, and when we come back, we'll jump into our spooky section, uh, which we will be um, making up a topic for and then lying about the facts. Yes. Yeah, so if you guys don't join us for that, we hope you have a rotten morning. Have a rotten morning, guys. Polrophobia is defined by Merriam-Webster as an irrational fear of clowns. This term is relatively new, but today, in this episode, we discover and explore the fear of clowns. All right, and we're back. Uh, uh, guys, how's that for an intro? Are y'all riveted? I was on the very back of my seat, nowhere close to the edge. <laughs> yes, and I was personally in someone else's seat. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, sir. I think that's my seat. Oh, excuse me. Oh, I'm excuse always me. in someone else's seat. Oh. <laughs> okay, then. I don't know. I don't know what that was supposed to mean, but I'm currently in someone else's like weird, squeaky rocking chair office thing that's about to fall apart. So there might be some like spooky background, squeaky sounds. That's okay. They're better than Scott's taco eating, so you win. Oh no! What? You just gotta wait for like the taco farting sounds that come later on. <laughs> and uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Because... <laughs> Last one I'm doing with these two. 
Hey, you it's fucked that trash. up. <laughs> you asked for this. You asked on ass. So I'm glad that you guys are are laughing and making jokes because our topic today can be pretty funny. Of course. Oh, what's the topic? God, don't say clowns. I hate clowns. I hope it's not clowns. I don't know anything about them. I fucking hate clowns. They're so bad. (laughs) Hey, hey guys, y'all got the memo, right? (laughs) What's a memo? You you guys got the memo about the topic. Okay, because you guys knew the episode today is about clowns, right? (gasps) Oh, no. Oh, I'm out. Yes, today the episode is about clowns, and I uh, thought you said this was a funny show. <laughs> oh, uh, no, 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 no! That's just in the script for me to say that. <laughs> he said you're gonna laugh when he shows it to you. That's not the same thing, Scarlet. <laughs> oh boy! But, damn it! I did laugh though. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, I don't know if you guys can hear that. That's me blushing. The thing is... <laughs> okay, so let's let's jump into this topic uh, as well as uh, three idiots can and um, see what we come up with. Uh, first of all, uh, what do you guys think about the fear of clowns? It's totally valid. You shouldn't trust any of us and you should be very, very afraid. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with her on that one. So, in my my research for this, and in conversations I've had too, I always have considered uh, one of the big parts of the fear of clowns to be the uncanny valley. If anything looks too much like a person uh, or a caricature of a person, we get unsettled by that, right? Yes. <laughs> And clowns can kind of be a caricature of a person. Yeah, it's it's always spooky when someone's smiling all the time. Yeah, don't like that. And even if I even most if they've got a a certain expression painted on at that particular time, they could feel anything, but your brain is gonna rationally tell you they're happy, no matter what. So you look at like Emmett Kelly that he was always sad looking in his makeup and, but it was always like kind of pro stuff that was happening to him, but it's still read as so depressing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I've got a story I want to tell about Emmett Kelly here in a minute uh, because there is a picture of his, his frowning uh, visage (laughs) smiling. There's one picture. Really, uh, I'll tell you this about Emmett Kelly, and this is really all I know about Emmett Kelly. My grandmother is freaking obsessed with Emmett Kelly. Oh, yeah, that's right. You told me that before. Yes, she has more Emmett Kelly dolls than I have Nightmare on Elm Street stuff, or all my toys combined, I would say. Okay. Well, let me, um, I guess, I guess now's a good time to kind of go over the story, and it it takes just a second, but uh, it kind of leads into our current chlorophobia, the fear of clowns and where that came from. Um, <clears throat> so Emmett Kelly was a trapeze artist. A lot of people don't realize that he was a trapeze artist with his wife, right? And she gets pregnant. She can no longer do trapeze. So he's been working on this clown character 
because he wants to keep performing while he can't perform because his partner's out. Um, so he comes up with this kind of a white face, unnamed character, but he wants to do this hobo character, Weary Willie, who has never, uh, no other clown has ever looked like that or anything. And uh, Raymond Brothers are like, no, you can't do that because he's too scruffy. Uh, clowns are like sparkly and all of this stuff. He didn't have like crust punk clowns at that time. Um, he was kind of a hobo. And it wasn't until the Great Depression was happening and, and more people looked like that and could relate to that character that he was finally allowed. Well, Emmett Kelly's character, the Weary Willie character, he didn't like come out and like, ha ha ha, balloons, blah, blah, blah. He would like, someone would be doing like a serious tightrope act and he would like walk out there and like start hanging his laundry up and like looking around. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. Guys, it's okay. <laughs> So he, um, this character though, like develops and he begins to almost separate from Emmett to, uh, Willie and even talking to his wife, like his wife is like, I don't know where Emmett begins and where Willie, you know, ends. Yeah. It's kind of this weird thing. Uh, he was approached to do this movie. Now, this is very interesting. He was approached to do this movie in 1950 called The Fat Man. Matt, I swear to God, I'll kill you. Um, (laughs) So did you fuck a clown then, too? Oh, wow. The Fat Man uh, was like a detective, and the villain in that movie was a killer clown. So there was a killer clown movie in 1950. Oh, and they I approached that. Yeah, and they approached Emmett Kelly to do that, and uh, he he was like interested in doing it, but then Willie wasn't interested in doing it, and so he was uh, Emmett had to go and be like, "Hey, we can't make Weary, uh, we can't make Willie a killer. We cannot make Willie a killer." Kind yeah. Of so this is all super important. So in like the sixties. He's like almost retiring, and like his son Emmett Kelly Jr. picks up Weary Willie, so he's running with that. And then the dad's like, "Um, that's actually my character, so I'm going to use him back." So now he's using it, and there's kind of like, "Who is Weary Willie?" Uh, and the same thing with Emmett Kelly Jr. Like his wife is like, "I don't know where Emmett begins and where Willie, you know, ends." Yeah, and where his Willie ends? <laughs> is that what you just said? Yes, I don't know where. <laughs> I don't know where my husband's willy ends. <laughs> Infinite willy. We made it through a whole episode about some skeeter hole, and we're talking about willies now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we talked about uh, the ghost of some dude's hole, giggle, and now we have uh, a forty-seven mile long willy. <laughs> this is the content I'm here for. It's yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, and, and this is getting like to the part that's important. Uh, his son lies. Emmett Kelly Jr.'s son is in a, a train accident and like loses a leg, and he comes home from the circus for like one day to check on his son, and then he's like, "Hey, man, Willie's got itchy feet. I gotta go." And it was like kind of a turning point, but, but his son, Paul, like still worshiped Willie, the, the weary Willie uh, uh, character. So 
He's in jail one night. The guy who's lost his leg and has been working the props for the show. Uh, he's in jail one night, and in a dream, Willie comes to him and says, "Hey, uh, Emmett's about to retire. No one's going to be able to be me. I need you to be Weary Willie." And the same thing had happened to Emmett Kelly Jr. as well. So hmm. uh, Weary Willie has been visiting them like generations in their dreams and saying, "Hey, don't let me die. You have to be me." Interesting. Well, Paul, Paul never performed as like Weary Willie. What he would do is he would just dress up as Weary Willie and then go to the bar and get drunk, right? And Willie was like a asshole. Like he would just like fuck up people. And then in 1979, the first body was found beaten to death. <laughs> And it was uh, Paul's male partner. And then his, um, uh, a couple months later, there's a, uh, like a Catholic priest who had also been his partner who Willie had beat to death. And he, he confessed. He goes, hey, man, it wasn't me. Uh, Willie beat that guy, and I, I hit him I'm once. What the fuck, Siri? You just scared the shit out of me. I was um, like, damn, Scarlett hey, has some crazy-ass like voices she can do. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm the Siri voice, too. <laughs> it's just one of my magical clown tricks. Well, it was magical. So, anyway, Paul is still in jail to this day. Uh, Emmett Kelly III, who he went by, um, the, the last incarnation of Weary Willie, and he's in jail because the clown killed someone. So that's a, a an actual killer clown story. Uh, and then it was in 70, that was 79. 72 was when Pogo did his murders. Ah, uh, when uh, old Mr. Casey. Uh, yeah, Mr. John. Yep. Mr. John. Yeah. So yeah, you, you said 72, but I feel like he'd been doing it for a long time and like was 72 when he finally got caught. Yeah, I think that's or, what he's saying. OK, OK. Um, no, his first murder was in 72 and I think he got caught in like 78, but he had 33 mur murders under his belt. That yeah. is a busy killer clown. Yes, he's, he's uh, super busy. Well, you know, when you're touring. <laughs> it's just it's no big deal yeah uh and then uh so so all right here's a timeline of just just these little stories right 1950 a, a movie about a killer clown comes out right then 1979 or 72 john wayne gacy starts killing people 1979 uh paul uh weary willie uh kills two people that we know of and then in 1986, Stephen King's It comes out. Mm. So, Scarlett, when are you going to start killing people? Huh, oh, no. I mean, either it's on my list and I'm still getting to it, or um, it's just a secret. Maybe it's just a secret. You'll never know. I. You know, I, I personally, like, I'm not a fan of, like, 
I hate to say I'm not a fan of like scary clowns. That's not the case. Uh, I'm just a fan of of clowning clowns, and we talked about this a lot, right? Like I like clowns that clown. Uh, putting Jason in a clown makeup doesn't. I mean, that's that's not a clown. That's a Jason in a clown makeup. If he's not doing anything aside from just Jason stuff. Then you're just mixing up your monsters. It's like killer clowns are their own thing. Yeah. When did Kill- and- Killer Clowns from Outer Space come out? Oh, like 92? Uh, I think so. Like late 80s or early 90s. But like, look at Gacy, though. Gacy was a Jason clown. Yeah, well, Pogo was a kid's birthday party clown. Yes, but have you ever seen a video of what he did at kids' birthday parties? I not recently. <laughs> my my point is is that Gacy was always lumbering and ridiculous, and that was his shtick. The only person he was truly kind to was his family. Okay. Like even going to the birthday parties, he was a, he was a good clown, but it wasn't your it it wouldn't be like what we know they do now. It was stolid and 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 straight armed and you know what i mean yeah like just because just because a clown does kids birthdays does not a clown make agreed to a degree (laughs) there gets to be like like what you know there's i don't know i was thinking about this earlier uh you look at the greatest actors of our time and like those are actors right but if I look at like a kid in a middle school play who's only going to do that one play and he gets up there and acts, that's an actor. Yeah. You know, um, and then you have like, oh, professional actor or, or amateur. You know? So like the kid in the play didn't get, but like the the person who walked by, you know, and said something to the main character as an extra, if they have a line, they're an actor, they're a paid actor. They're a professional actor. Nah, I disagree with that. No, I mean that's the definition. A professional, or to be a professional at something is means you got paid to do it. That's all it means. I don't think that that's true. I could get paid to cut some. I could get paid to cut some. Yeah, I could get paid to cut somebody's yard. That doesn't make me a yard professional. Um. I think, I think there's a difference, too. It's like, okay, are you making a living at it? Like, is this what you're doing every day or however often you have gigs or whatever? Like, is this your main stick or do you have, like, some other side hustles? I don't know. Yeah, like, if I take a picture of my dick and send it to you for 20 bucks, does that make me a professional photographer? I don't I don't know. I feel like a lot of people would try to say that it does. <laughs> but they're wrong. I would, say, I would say it makes you a professional dick. <laughs> that's true yes, it is yes. quite that's professional true. which is weird it comes with an award and everything yes it has a little collar currently it comes with a title too yes yeah, it's good because currently he is a dick hobbyist <laughs> a professional dick hobbyist dick hopefully someday to be sir dick hobbyist <laughs> oh wow <laughs> Wow. Good, good deal. Um, <laughs> so I, I kind of wanted to, uh, the one other little little uh, theory on 
So there's a theory that like. Hey, uh, what, let me let me. Hey, for one second, would would you like to sign out and sign back in just to make sure? Uh, uh me or, or who? All of us. Oh, we're going to okay. go to okay. a commercial break. Is what we call that in the biz. Yes. Uh, be right. Oh, oh, Scott, Scott, to explain what we just did, sometimes our audio gets off, and the last thing I want is for us to drown your audio out. That'd be the last thing I want. Oh no, I'm just I'm just drowning over here in the corner. It's fine. <laughs> and and for our people listening to the podcast, like are they are they listening sponsor. still? It's just you and Brandy. <laughs> that was a good sponsor ad, and we thank them for sponsoring our show. <laughs> That's all that is. We are totally know what we're doing and have <laughs> equipment all of the time. So we're just going to go to Lion now, straight to Lion. We started that way. <laughs> There's never been another option. <laughs> okay, so uh, I did want to say like one other thing about uh, my theory or a theory of uh, clowns. Because cholerophobia is relatively new. Um, the fear of clowns isn't, besides the uncanny valley, that we discussed earlier, uh, the fear of clowns came from scary clowns in media, scary clowns in, in stories, that yeah. sort of thing. That wasn't true uh, when you looked at like the original clowns. You know, it, even the original clowns were were less uh, colorful than their counterparts. Yeah. Well, I would even go as far to say that I was not, when I was younger, I loved the Bozo show. I would have never thought to be frightened of Bozo. But now, after all the intake of media, he does look creepy. Agreed. But when I was a kid, it was like, that's my shit, man, with with Cookie and the whole fucking nine yards. And that whole show is terrifyingly creepy if you didn't kind of not have that experience you know what i mean sure yeah and that's something that that a lot of people talk about when they talk about chlorophobia is that uh that's a learned fear yeah sad huh we have enough things to fear we don't have to in you know bring up new ones yeah well yeah we do because we're mankind and that's what we thrive on it's so funny, love man. Being scared—that's part it's, of the fun. It's the—it's the number one fundamental thing that drives us to choose anything. We're afraid of not being selected, so we wear the deodorant. We're afraid of not like having a car accident, so we wear a like everything is is based on fear. It's a weird kind of dichotomy. Uh, while we've been uh, chatting, I didn't get to finish my my makeup uh, for this podcast, so I've been. Finishing up the touches on my new eye shark makeup. Um, oh wow! Yeah, I can't wait. Hey, uh, P.S. Hey, Amazon, fuck you! Wow, I know, right? Hey, do you think do you think all of our listeners are going to enjoy your shark your eye shark makeup? No, uh, I don't think I'll get one complaint. <laughs> can you, can you hear? I don't like it. You can hear the cool sounds of eye shark makeup <laughs> through the speakers. Stand in front of your fan and imagine. <laughs> I just blew my phone. That'll be 20 bucks. <laughs> your phone or us? The phone. 
That's what I was about to say. Normally, when I blow somebody, they owe me the money. Oh. Yeah. What? Um, so, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that, that joke went really well until I heard what you said, and I was like, wow, that's the opposite of what you were trying to say. <laughs> I've gotten a lot of that. It, ten- it tends to be that people like what I say when they don't listen to what I say. It's like the upside down logic of the spider webs, but just carried over into other aspects. Of yes, yeah, exactly. I cannot exactly. believe they were upside down. <laughs> it's clearly marked on the package. <laughs> okay, well, well, let let me uh, let me ask you this: Do you think you are um, pretty well exhausted on the topics of clownery that you wanted to say? Because I've got a little piece I'd like to do. Uh, there is one other thing, but go ahead. Okay. Well, I would like to personally ask Scarlett some questions about clowneries. Oh, boy. I might give you lies. That's okay. We always lie. Okay, perfect. So, why did you want to get into clown business? Oh, man. This is like the worst answer, so I'm just going to make one up. Okay. Oh, I mean... Oh, wow. Now I have to think of one to make up. Um, <laughs> I hope I don't have to tell the truth. That's going to be, this can be terrible. Um, Truths are irrelevant. No one will hold you to task other than you listening to this podcast tomorrow. Oh, I'm definitely not going to do that. <laughs> I'm hearing myself talk. It's weird. Sheeple. No, I'll, I was like, uh, let's see. I was already doing performing stuff, but not necessarily as a clown. But right. like already a silly character, and then I just kind of like added the clown as another layer to that. Um, but we were talking about scary clowns earlier, and I like to be more of a like maybe not scary clown, but like I definitely want to make people uncomfortable. Like if they're just totally okay with it and it's friendly and fun and everything, that's cool. But like there should be a level of like what the fuck is happening as well. And maybe, um, you know, maybe a little bit of fear or a little bit of, like, thinking some thoughts that they didn't know they wanted to have. Like, there's, I want there to be some confusion. And not just with me, but with, like, the, with the rest of the clowns that I work with. Like, by the time it's the end of the night, I want everyone to be very confused. So, um, technically, scared, it's... But they're mostly just scared of themselves or of their own thoughts related to clowns. Like, we're not doing it. Is it a little bit of a sort of a succubus kind of existence? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's more like that. Like you're not afraid of us, but, but maybe, maybe drawn to, or, or yeah. the, clowns, the clowns, there's an energy exchange with that. You get energy yeah. from them. You give yeah. them your energy. Everyone laughs or do they? So, okay. Well, let me, let me ask you this. Are you at this point still like, do you think, you're where you want to be where do you want to go oh man I don't know I guess I'll just have to find out when it happens I mean I I want to keep doing more different things and not stay in the same character for too long but it's kind of like an evolution of of like trying to figure out what to do next and how to change it and keep it interesting and stuff well if there was a if there was a place that you finished at the top of a hill what would that look like Oh, man, all the places that are closed now. I don't know. Everything's <laughs> gone. So who knows even what's going to be, what, like, goals you have to strive to. But I don't know. I just want to keep, like, um, 
bringing some entertainment to people and and I don't know I love it so I'm gonna keep doing it in whatever form the future uh, allows I guess I don't know that's we'll see how a, it goes that's we'll a see. crazy like question for Scarlett because like Scarlett has been featured in uh, national publications multiple oh. times in multiple industries. Uh, but she has performed you, on like some of the just, biggest stages in the world. Me and you being <laughs> artists, no one thing is true about every artist in the fucking world. They will never be satisfied. Nope. That is true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> No matter how much you got, like, why would you be an entertainer if it was ever enough? Yeah. Oh, sigh. That, that's the sad part of the clown. That's the sad clown right there. It's <laughs> There's not a lot of uh, nine to five clowns. <laughs> there should be. I don't be. think so. Yeah. You know what was really fun? Uh, when we uh, had this uh, theater in Vegas and, like, the... <sighs> a lot of the the circus clowns would get good and they would like interact with their audience every night and then they joined the pinnacle they joined Cirque du Soleil and then Cirque du Soleil they were doing the same act every night so at like one o'clock in the morning they'd come over to our theater and finally get to be the clowns that they fell in love with being Mm, yeah but it was that you, you're going to work out all day. You're going to like rehearse constantly. You're going to spend all this time. So the only way you get to do the thing that you want to do for, for little to nothing, you know, whatever in this, this little uh, black box theater was to like, after your show closed, run over there and then put on a, a intimate show. And like, it was weird watching like that level or, or that not I don't say level, but like those performers who had come up, interacting and changing their acts every night you know yeah well nobody's ever going to be happy with what they get if they're artistic uh scarlet is one of my favorite clowns to watch because i i i've seen um or i've heard of a couple of her acts but she changes you <laughs> wait 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 you've heard of a couple of my acts yeah i've heard of a couple but she changes <laughs> so often she adapts to like she'll adapt to something that's uh, current and relevant and then she'll put in something that's obscure to like bring back like who gets this like she loves her audience and she really knows her audience and that's what's really cool about watching her uh, hearing her perform well I'll personally say that out of the 20 performances that I have seen personally of hers <laughs> that I have not seen any sort of replication other than her genuine personality that's fair Aw. Dang, uh, guys. I hate, I hate to tell you, it's just some lies. <laughs> no, but that's beautiful enough for us. Like, that's all we do, too. Aw. <laughs> uh, nope. She does I that. had something I was going to say, but I can't, I can't think over the blushing now. <laughs> that was really sweet. <clears throat> the, the first act I ever uh, saw Scarlett do was a Beetlejuice act and she has an umbrella hat and it is the most like carousel umbrella like carousel oh that's beast and it's the like most wild 
she like made it herself, like out of out of cardboard and hot glue, which is ninety percent of all the costumes are just hell yes. Yeah, and I was like, it was so beautiful and so elegant, and just such a beautiful homage to this well loved thing. And then the next thing that I remember from her, uh, she has a giant butthole. Fast forward, fast forward to the butthole. Yeah. (laughs) Always fast forward to the butthole. You know what's up, Pornhub. (laughs) Good gracious. We have have gone that Oh, wow. Derailed again. Cool. So, uh, I like the last little thing about like uh, clowns and and uh, Matt. I know you and I have discussed this before, but like I've always kind of been enamored with the idea of what is a clown because uh, when kids dress up, they dress up as a thing, right? Um, mm-hmm. And clowns, clowns have makeup and costumes and stuff, but that's not what the clown is. You can't dress up like a clown. You can just put on clown clothes. So what is a clown? And my whole idea was that like there were underground like demons or whatever and they they don't really understand what people look like. So they paint themselves up and they're like, hey, right? They have big eyes. Yeah. They've got wild hair. Yeah, that's a human. Yeah, go look like that. Sort of like if Superman was trying to marry uh, like mimic us but watching us through water. Right. Superman. <laughs> yeah, you know, Superman, like Clark Kent, is actually like Superman going that humans are dumb as fuck and they can't do anything right, and that's how poorly he thinks of us. And if you just blend those two ideas together, then you get the scariest clown ever because it's got like, laser eyes and it can fly, but it's just trying to imitate a human for um, unknown purposes. Like, humans have laser eyes. This is a thing. Let us be human. Pew! Well, he gave me a really intense stare. I think laser eyes is what I should have. Ridiculous. Uh, Guys, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, uh, Scarlett, thank you so much for joining us uh, in this very special episode of, what's this called? It doesn't matter. Um, uh, There's a lot of stuff coming up today, guys. Stay tuned, and uh, you guys have a rotten morning. And, 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 and I'd like to say something right off the end here. I also would like to thank Scarlett graciously for being involved with our podcast. Thank you so much, oh, madam. Thank you guys for having me, and thank you guys for listening, if you still are, which you're probably not. You're probably not. I'd, I'd also like to say one more thing just to finish it off and remind everybody how much of a genius Brandy was at that little bit that she put in Rotten Strips. That's true. You guys stay rotten. Stay rotten, guys. Thanks again, Scar. Thank you. Stay rotten.